Welcome to Elevated Consciousness. My name is Alessandro. I am the founder of Guided Light Healing. And it is my absolute pleasure to be your host for today's episode. Today, we are going to go to the start of everything, where essentially everything that is going on in the world can be solved. Today, we are going to talk about high frequency conscious parenting. Now, parenting is something that has needed an update for a very, very long time. If you ask me what I've seen over the years, most of the problems in the world today started at four, five, six, and seven years old. Also, a lot of the problems with our inability to fulfill our soul path, our soul pole, go back to the parenting programs that we were essentially receiving. Now, this is one of the ways in which we will absolutely shift and change the world. This is, this is the answer to all of the things that are essentially going running amok, I, I would say today in the world, <laughs> is that high conscious parenting needs to take into account a lot of things. But essentially, it, it was really interesting. I remember, I think it was some time ago that I was in a conversation with somebody. And obviously, there is a lot going on in the world right now, right? We've, we've, <laughs> we're kind of at a historic place where it just seems like everything is an obstacle for us right now. Everything that used to be secure for us is now insecure from careers to finances to our safety. And this is a big one. And this was a huge part of the conversation. I was asked, Alessandro, how with everything you know, being able to talk to source and all of the information that's kind of bouncing around up there in your brain and all the solutions that you've helped people with over the years, how would you say what is the solution to fixing the world's issues? And I sat with it for a moment and then I sat with it for a little bit longer and I started to kind of channel in some information and look at it from different perspectives. And the first thing I came up with was looking for a permanent fix. It was a little bit more of a longer process to fix what's going on, to be able to end wars going on in the world right now to be able to essentially end the violence and bullying and all these things going on in the world. Today, there, there is this thing where people just get so in and absent of love space that they do things to essentially compensate for their negative emotions. So things like mass shootings and all of the other things that you are seeing all around the world right now, people essentially driving cars into crowds of people, all of these things will be solved with an, a major, major source knowledge update to how we parent children. Because you see, everything starts back with a lack. So as we were growing up as children, 
the problems that we ran into, one, if we're going to talk about the high conscious way, which we are, this is what we do here, the, our, our higher selves, they decided that they were going to come in. And I think we talked about this in the last episode or two. Our higher selves decided that there was something it wanted to take its conscious understanding of. So it, an idea of unconditional love. Then what happened was it decided to go into a physical experience with the idea to learn to master unconditional love. Now, what better way to possibly learn to master unconditional love than to go up against level 10 obstacles of unconditional love? And essentially what this means is a recurring soul lesson is not meant to be solved in one lifetime. Generally, I see people take about four lifetimes to overcome. And this is on the like gifted side. And, and if you're taking a little longer than four lives, don't, don't uh, be hard on yourself. There is a rhyme and reason for everything. And the higher selves, they know what is best. So as human beings, I've learned and so, so have a lot of my clients and students that it's best to submit to what the higher self wants because that's where the amazing life is. Now, we, we have these recurring soul lessons that we progress through all the levels. And essentially what happens is every time a soul lesson pops up, it is a little bit more severe. We see it from a different angle it will probably end up in a different area of the eight areas of our life. So we can see it again from all angles. And this process will go on. It will rinse and repeat. It will come up. The obstacle will expose another way that we need to grow and to change to the next time, maybe overcome the obstacle. So typically I see the average how long it takes to overcome a soul lesson, six to seven lifetimes, typically. Now, sometimes depending on the soul lesson, it can take up to 10 lifetimes. So to be dealing with a recurring soul lesson and expecting to do it any less than four lifetimes is kind of crazy. It, we, we need the experience. We, we need to go through and really take our time with this and understand it, what we know on a conscious level integrate it into a physical level. Now, with all that being said, talking about the, the soul lessons and all of that, I'm bringing that up because those, they tend to show up anywhere between the age of, I will say typically I find for clients in my own life that the, the first iteration of it like I said, it's, it's, a, it's something that repeats either one, two, three, four years. It ends up on a cycle. Now, unfortunately, every time, and fortunately, every time it pops up, it is more severe because our tools are better. So we should be met with a higher challenge. Now, what happens with us as children is this recurring soul lesson. So again, of, of unconditional love, maybe applying it towards ourselves. That's what it is. And our first lesson, depending on where it will stick with us in life, and this is why I typically see it at five, six, seven years old, a lot of times six years old will be the first really iteration that we remember as adults. But as adults, we make this mistake of looking back and going, that wasn't a big deal. I mean, that definitely didn't screw me up. 
but it did. <laughs> I would say every single time because it is a recurring soul lesson. It is meant to stick with us. It is meant to be in our subconscious brain. It is meant to get under our skin and to be a driving force. Now, with that being said, when we experience our first recurring soul lesson, it's probably with a a mother or a father or or some adult who loves us who's who's tasked with raising us. It could be a grandparent or whomever it is. But what happens is if we look at the recurring soul lesson and we go, okay, how am I supposed to start to to get the hang of this? Through obstacle and opposition. So what is going to happen is there's going to be a situation and circumstance Let's say six years old is is kind of the the typical for this after doing so many of these over the years. Let's say six years old is pretty typical. It's typical because our memory as an adult is usually able to trace that back. Unless our brain has, we've given orders to forget it, which is a cool thing we can do. That thing will stand out and it will kind of make its way more into the subconscious. Now, when that happens... There, so going to the area of unconditional self-love, loving myself no matter what, learning to do that, especially when the world is showing that I am not worthy of love. Now, at six years old, it'll start out with whatever whatever parent is most a match, and and I say parent, either biological or parent, whoever is raising us is a match to showing us being the opposing force that challenges the idea that I can love myself no matter what. What ends up happening at six years old is sometimes it's a day, sometimes it's over months, sometimes it's over a year, there will be a life change and the child brain, which does not function, I know you guys know this, but it bears saying the child brain does not function as an adult brain. And things that happen to a child at six years old are not serious to an adult. But at six years old, it is a level 10 blow up obstacle. So now what happens is say there was a schedule change and say it's the parent has to work more hours and we get left with a babysitter a lot and we end up with abandonment. And then it goes back to that if I were special enough, then my parent would stay around. That's what we think as kids. Now, what happens is, and I've made this mistake too in earlier years, looking back from adulthood and looking back at at sort of the the initial place where everything started, I went, well, that wasn't a big deal. And especially like my parents had no other choice. They, they, so I come from, I'm the first of a family of seven. There were a few kids back then, obviously, I think two or three total. And looking back, I, 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 said to myself, I couldn't have done any better. I have one kid and that is enough in my life. Uh, imagine having three at the time. Of course, they they had to work and of course they couldn't be around for everything because they were working 40 hours a week. And my mom, who 
who, when she was nursing, loved nursing, was an amazing, amazing nurse, she would work really, really long weeks and then show up as a parent. I mean, it was insane the amount of hours that she was doing there, changing lives, helping people, and then being there as a kid, as an adult, I got it all. But as a child, it was, my parents weren't around for the things that weren't important. So now what happens is, there's a day, there's a week, a month, or a year where there's a justified change in schedule. And I am feeling like that there, there is a problem with me that is not, that can't be loved. Okay. So something caused the situation. This is what all kids do. They, no matter how well it's explained, their brains just aren't in a place. And the ego, oh, the beautiful ego. The ego at that age will go, it's me, it's me, it's me. I'm the problem. I messed up. I did this. With divorces, it's amazing how a kid can go. I caused the divorce. But with all of these things, they turn it on themselves. And then this becomes sort of the, the first recurring soul lesson that will happen sometimes yearly, every two years, every three years. It'll jump areas. And this is the thing that sits with us. And every single time we end up in this obstacle, we question ourselves more and more and more that I there are parts of me that are unlovable. That if the world cannot show me that every part of me is amazing, I can't accept that every part of me is amazing. And this is how we, how we grow up. Now, to fix this, is very, very simple. Kids' needs are very, very simple. And one of the reasons I'm so excited about this podcast is we've got six books that are ready to go. And as of right now, it looks like they'll, they'll be going through, through Hay House. Now, what's really, really cool about this is our first book is on high conscious parenting because this conversation I had years ago was how do we change the world? Well, one, we got to rewrite the parenting programs because one, they they are passing along old ways of doing things, yet the beings that are coming into our lives, so these these children who are being born are higher frequency, they're higher conscious, so they have bigger understandings, yet we're giving them tools from hundreds and hundreds of years ago on ways to function in the world. There's a problem with that. And then we are not intuitively figuring out and asking source, what are the bare, bare necessity needs of a child that if they just get these things, they're going to turn out amazing. So what I'm getting at is our parenting programs are so old. They're so outdated. The the kids that are coming in are so much higher frequency, higher conscious, in touch with their intuitions. They know things that we don't know. My favorite is when you see like a four-year-old dropping some like knowledge, wisdom on a parent and the parent's jaw is just on the ground. <laughs> it's like you just spoke to the Buddha. It's great. But this is the way the kids are coming in. They are talking and whispering and, and having full-on conversations with crystals. They're doing jaw-dropping things. But the parenting programs that we are get, we are raising them under are just destroying their chances of an amazing future. So this is something we need to think about. 
so we've got this recurring soul lesson, which is a guarantee that that this this child is going to question everything. And the world is constantly going to prove through lessons that the questioning is is wrong. Well, well, let me rephrase it. The questioning that they're having about themselves, we are going to see outside verification that the things that we're questioning, the things that we think we're missing or think we are broken with, the world is going to verify that. So that's only going to compound. Now, so here's the thing with... With a kid who grows up, I'm going to switch sort of the idea for a moment and and connect it more towards a real world topic. A kid who grows up feeling powerless and out of control, okay? Like they have no control in life and they're completely powerless. So parents uh, leaving them at times, the child feeling abandoned, feeling like they have no control all throughout school and all the years starting to get picked on and bullying and all these things. So... This child, their recurring soul lesson is to feel in a place of power when everything in the world is saying you have no power for that child to know this. Well, here's what happens with all of the the mass shootings and the mass stabbings and all the things that are happening in the world. If that adult as a child was taught that they have and, and through the spiritual, energetic, scientific laws of the universe, taught that they have power and control over everything and that, that it is their creator field that is shaping everything in their life. If they knew that, that would solve everything. They wouldn't need to get to such an extreme place of the universe proving to them time and again that they are powerless to do anything, to change anything, to have what they want in their life. They get pushed to... Uh, so I always talk about the scale of one to 100 positive and then negative one to negative 100. They get pushed to the full, full pendulum swing of a negative 100, which is the straw that breaks the camel's back. And they, they, this fight or flight essentially kicks in is a teen is an adult and they're going enough is enough. They break and they go, I have to have control. And the more extreme that they have felt throughout their life, like they haven't had power and haven't had control, this is where you see things where people are are going and slaughtering children and things like this happening. Now, I'm bringing this up because this high conscious parenting source program erases all of that. You see, all of that stuff, it's, it, it's not really on the individual. It's on the programs that we're implementing with our kids. It's about the parents not knowing what the child's needs are to ensure that that stuff doesn't come about. And also, we there, there are just so many things that these programs are missing. And one of the big ones is our programs don't consider that the the higher self chose the specific life this child is is becoming physical into. It also chose its soul path, its soul pole. It chose a very, very special way it was going to be of service to this planet. Now, here's here's the thing that people don't realize. You guys are starting to. You guys as an audience are amazing, but I want to take this to a new level. So these souls are also choosing how they're going to be of service. And some have contracts with source. A lot of these souls 
they have these contracts with many other souls out there and they're supposed to step into this place to where they're going to change people's lives. Now, here's the thing. The, the higher self has full control over what the physical body is going to look like and what it has the ability to do. So this is another thing that my clients just love but at the same time, they're, they're so devastated to find this out that their genius was missed. Everybody has a very specific soul path, soul pull. The higher self constructed the physical body to be the best version to fulfill that. And we talked about this in other episodes, talking about like Michael Phelps being born with 12-inch arms. <laughs> he wouldn't have done very well as a swimmer with that, but maybe he would have, I don't know. He wouldn't have. So anyway, the, the, the higher self chooses the perfect physical build. Now, because our parenting programs are so outdated and they don't take into account, I am raising a genius in something in the world. And this is indisputable at this place in time with everything that we've discovered, it got a light healing. Everything that source has told us, Every single child in the world has a very, very special purpose to fulfill that they are built for. Now, here's the thing is parents, our parenting programs are a problem because what happens? Well, the parent who wants their child to be accepted, what do they do? While they want to make sure the child doesn't have anything that puts off the world, right? No flaws and, and things to be made fun of. So what happens is the parent focuses on what the child doesn't do well. So it, when school comes around, instead of recognizing where the child is super gifted and looking for these amazing gifts a child has, what happens is the parent looks for the flaws because they want acceptance. They want them to fit in the group. And the only way they're going to do that is if they're not a target. And this is only happening more and more today when we've, the more we talk about bullying, the worse that's going to get. And that is creating all these problems of powerlessness. And this is why you're seeing this eruption is, is because people have never felt more powerless in a world with all of the insane things we're seeing in the news today. And it's just compounding and getting worse and worse and worse. So with all that being said, going back to this person who commits these, these, these scheduled acts, okay, they get pushed over their limits and they end up doing things that they, they're not, barely even conscious of because they are literally hard to believe, but they are literally in such a fight or flight state that they're doing these things that the world can't even look at because we, human beings consider so terrible. So... I've just, I don't know, in, in the first part of this, I've pointed out all of these things that we are lacking in our parenting high conscious programs. I mean, our programs are nowhere near high conscious right now. So the, the first thing is, I want you guys to understand that whether you have children or not, understanding that all of the problems that the world is going through right now started between the ages of, like I said, roughly five, six, seven years old, that recurring soul lesson, which is always going to be there because it has to be there. But we are dealing with that recurring soul lesson the wrong way. Okay. So now knowing that, knowing that we can start to fix all of the insane problems in the world just by 
making a few adjustments. Now, I love that some people out there are thinking like, well, this is great, but uh, that sounds like a lot of effort and a lot of time to, to get it right. Here's the beauty of it. We waste 90% of the time doing about 15% of what's right. So think about that one. One of the things that you guys will find is you develop intuition and start to scan things, sort of like an MRI, being able to scan a body, scanning a life. You all can do it. You all have different ways and different gifts of doing it, but you all can do it. So everyone should learn intuition, obviously. <laughs> and, and you guys should be taking advantage of our free programs at Guided Light Healing. They were designed to be eventually, if they're not already, the world's greatest free programs. And if you guys are listening and not taking advantage of those, I don't even know what to say to you. <laughs> Do it. That's what, I, that's what I have to say. So going and looking at, so what does a child actually need in this life? It's really, really simple. And if we, if we isolate what they actually need, we actually don't need to spend the amount of time we do in parenting. So these are all things that we, we've got in, in the parenting book. It's huge. Actually, it's like 300 pages, but it is a lot of what we need. I think it needs to be two or three books because of how in-depth we go and how everything is scientifically explained on a spiritual energetic level. It's, it's incredible. But I want to go to sort of hit the first concept and idea that you guys out there as parents or maybe future parents or knowing parents who are struggling with having enough time for their kids, this is one of the first ways that become problematic for kids. So this issue of time, I find that the second the child does not get enough time with the parent, this is where the problems start to come. The obstacles start to re enforce the soul lesson, that repeating soul lesson. And this is where the problems come. My parent wasn't around. My parent wasn't around. My parent wasn't around. I even felt like that. Well, I especially felt like that I was the first with seven kids. And every time there was a new kid in the family, I was seeing my parents less and less and less because they had to split their time, right? It's not like they got a 36 hour day consideration for having a big family. So I was seeing my parents less and less and less. So here's one of the things, one of the first rules of, of having your kid turn out amazing is fulfilling the time requirement of your child. Now, for every child, it is different, but this is going to blow your minds today. Okay. It's as simple as this. And this is something that, you know what, don't pass on to other people because this is sort of new to you. Pass on the podcast because I'm very rooted to this because I've been teaching this for over, I don't know, 25 years. I've been updating the program literally every month. And this is why it got to such a high conscious, high frequency place that we it's time to put out the book. It was such a work in progress for so many years. So just go, listen, I, I, I you can use these words if you want. I listened to this game-changing podcast. You have to listen to it about parenting. It's going to change everything for you. So this big issue of time. So the lack of time creates kids not feeling special, not feeling loved. They may start to get uh, beating themselves up for reasons why the parent's not, not around. That will attract bullying. 
And I know I'm flying through that. That is a huge, huge, huge thing that you guys may want to stop and think about for a moment. We will get into that later on. The book definitely gets into that. But so this idea of time is one of the fundamental principles that we are not giving our kids. So two things about time. One, we are under the impression sometimes it takes 30, 40, 50 hours of raising our kids. We feel like that is the time. Well, here's the thing. I, I've seen thousands of parents over the years who are putting in 40 hours, 50 hours, 60 hours a week with their children. And then when I talk to the, the children, when I talk to the human self with intuitively speaking, when I talk to the higher self and I'm scanning for these problems, I ask the child, are you getting enough time with the parents? And this is where the parent like, <laughs> I don't know, I'm, I'm lucky my, my, uh, my, session, <laughs> my session place has never been destroyed. This is why I went digital, joking. <laughs> but a parent like almost goes through the roof to find out that they're spending 40 hours a week with their child and it's not enough. The child's going, I'm not getting enough time and attention. This is where I think the whole idea that it's so much effort to raise a child and have them turn out okay. But here's the thing, and this blows parents away. So they're thinking, well, I'm doing this, I'm doing 40 hours and my child, the higher self and the human self is saying, this isn't enough. I'm not getting enough time with my parent. What the heck do I do? I can't do 50 hours because I got to make a little money. I'm a single parent or whatever the reasons are. Well, here's the thing. When so after, after I get the parent to kind of calm down for a second and, and stop hyperventilating and, and worrying that their child is going to be the destroyer, after I get them past that, do it pretty quick at this point in time, then I go, here's the thing. Let me redefine what time is to your child. And this is something I want you guys to really, really consider today. And, and if you don't have a kid, I want you to consider it to yourselves and go, oh my gosh, this would have changed everything for me because it would have, <laughs> because this is tried and true. So what I end up finding out is most kids have a time requirement of usually 45 minutes to the longest I think I've ever seen, two and a half hours a day. Well, wait, what? Wait, what? There's no way that can be true. It is. So why is a parent who's spending 10 hours a day with the child getting zero time? And how could a parent spend and meet a requirement spending an hour and a half with the child and then be gone the rest of the day, have the child with an hour and a half of time going, I got enough, I'm good. And then the other parent at the 10 hours getting zero on that registered meter. Think about it for a second. What is the difference? If you're thinking there is a special formula for what that kid considers quality time, you'd be right. So here's the thing. One of the definitions of time with your child needs to be undivided attention, okay? No phones, no cooking, no all these things. It's gotta be undivided attention. So this is the trick is we're in a world of multitasking right now, right? Because of our phones, everything multitask, we should be multitasking. Wrong. You should be trying to do 
solo tasking is what you should be trying to do, but definitely doing it with parenting. So here's the thing. You will cut down from eight hours, six hours, 10 hours down to an hour and a half. Now, each child has a specific requirement. How do we get that? We measure with intuition. And this is always dead on accurate because it is a scientifically precise measuring instrument. Listen back to our earlier episodes. If you guys are new and tuning in, this is your first episode, go back to the earlier episodes. If you can't find them, reach out to us at info at guidedlighthealing.com. We will make sure, we have whole services making sure that that you get to the right destination. And this is one of the amazing parts of our free programs is we intuit what your higher self wants to learn next. So anyway, putting the intuition aside, what we do, what I've always done for my clients is I intuit what is the time requirement. It is different per kid. Now, if you wanted to, still don't wholly recommend this and go, all right, Alessandro, You've, you've worked with tens of thousands of parents and children at this point. The longest you say you've ever seen is two and a half hours, give or take. Great. If you just dropped your time with your child down to two and a half hours, it's going to take some willpower, but, and, and especially, but you won't do any damage here. If you dropped it down to two and a half hours, you could guarantee that your child ends up the best version of themselves. Now, the next part though, is it needs to be undivided attention. So no phones, no nothing. That is the first part. It is you and the child. And this is real engagement, people, meaning like being, (laughs) having your dopamine fire because you are interested in what your child is doing. You want to engage. You want to ask questions. You want to play. You want to do that. Now, another part of this formula that people miss is it's got to be the activity your child is driven to do. Okay. It can't be like, oh, you're going to help me work on the car today (laughs) where, you know, if it was a future tinkerer, maybe, but it's got to be something the kid is fascinated. And you could, I know how to brainwash and get a kid super interested in working on a car and could turn it into that. So you could, but for you guys out here is a first foundation step. We need to know what does my kid value most? And as parents, this is another thing we can get wrong and we do often get wrong with intuition. I I would say 75% of the parents, good parents who come in, when I ask them, what do you think the their be all end all, what do you think the child's main focus is, your child's greatest want is right now? And they get close, but most of the 75% of the parents, give or take, they don't nail it. Okay. They, they get close, but they don't get it. So if you don't know the exact activity, again, you're, you're not going to get the full-time requirements. You're going to have to spend more time to try and move that meter versus knowing exactly what it is. And then you could scale it down. So if it was an hour and 10 minutes guaranteed that your child did the most remarkable things in the world later on in life, it's worth it to figure out this formula. And, and everyone is missing this, probably because they're lacking the scientifically precise <laughs> intuition to do it. And this is why we've got kind of a, a, a cool service that we're providing for the world. But 
So understanding this, you know, finding out what is this for your kid and then again, taking these principles of engagement, being engaged, making them feel important. Now what happens is let's say, let's say you did the two and a half hours because that's, you know, the the most needy kid in the world that I've seen so far. The most needy kid in the world might be three hours and 10 minutes, but it, but that's like maybe getting struck by lightning. So whoever out there listening has that kid, I'm sorry. Not really though, it, because it'll fill you up and be, oh no, it'll fill you up. It'll be rewarding. It always is. And it's always so much better than spending 10 hours of messing your kid up. You know what I'm saying? Versus the three hours of the right time. And it's just being a game changer. <laughs> this might be my favorite episode, just saying. So we, we, we do this, we figure out the formula, and now we know the exact amount of time doing the exact activity and just you and I, that's it. I'm engaged. Now, if I just fulfill that, I can be gone the rest of the day. I can multitask the rest of the day. I can work from home. I can do all these things with my child in the room with me but I know my child got those requirements. Now, there might be little tweaks of the formula. Is it all at once? Is it split up and things like that? Yes, that is a specific part of the formula that we do do with intuition. Now, once we have this formula, we hit super parent status, okay? So this is one of the one of the first things that we talk about in the book and one of the first things I want to open you up today because when when you get this formula for a child not only does it improve their life and ensure they don't become one of the 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 villains of the world it, it'll be the opposite they they end up being one of the most appreciated people in the world we we could all hope you also get your life back. You get peace of mind that you're raising your child right. And all of these amazing things will come from that. So let's talk about this second for time. What happens if we're not spending the right amount of time? So 10 hours in the wrong amount of time. A child is going to feel not special. Feeling not special is going to make it impossible to have career success. Feeling not special is going to make it impossible because their creator field, which we've talked about in other episodes, their creator field is going to hand out scripts to everyone. I know I'm not special. So you know I am not special and will treat me like I am not special. So making money, talking about kids and where in a world where a kid spends about one third of their life at home, <laughs> now you've got a, a 40 year old, a 38 year old, a 36 year old still living at home because, because they can't make enough money to be out there in the world. And, and I see a lot of light bulbs going off for future parents going, oh, oh, oh that's a good idea. <laughs> Maybe we do. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need them getting paid well so they can actually even take care of us. It's the parent's dream, right? <laughs> so, so not feeling special creates just some of these things. Not feeling special creates partners who don't value them and make them not feel special. Also, what also comes up from not enough time is feeling like, so not special, but feeling like they're missing pieces. And missing pieces in life creates 
children who grow up to end up in relationship whose partners are contractually obligated by the creator field to cheat. And it's because they feel like they are missing pieces, that a person makes a sacrifice in order to spend time with them. And they're, since they feel like they are an incomplete human being, I'm dropping a lot on you guys today. I get it. This is definitely going to be a re-listen episode. But the, the kid's going to feel like that the adult's going to feel like they're an incomplete human. So their partner's going to go, you're incomplete. I deserve a complete human being. So this is where, you know, the cheating and the straying and all these things happening, the looking around happens because of something like this. It, not having enough time creates a lot of the problems you see in the world. So this and so much more, I would say at least another 20 things that I see a lot, but I want to give you guys some of the common examples of this today and to realize, yeah, our programs are insane. So now checking in with a child who, who is getting the right amount of time and no more than that, however that works out, getting help, having other siblings uh, help with the kids, which happened in my family, right? <laughs> you, have, you have older brothers and sisters to take care of the younger brothers and sisters. It, my, my family, so much better, but totally reminds me of the TV show on Netflix, Shameless. Maybe, maybe reminiscent of my childhood a lot, except my parents <laughs> weren't um, into substance abuse and all that. But there was a lot of, because both my parents worked, there was a lot of us kind of like fending for ourselves in the responsible ways. So <laughs> it was a hard knock life. <laughs> but anyway, meeting these re time requirements is going to, so having your kid feel special Another thing that we kind of glanced over, which we'll talk about, we'll probably do an episode on bullying, but a child who does not feel special becomes hard on themselves, okay? As they become hard on themselves, they learn to develop this internal voice of, you did that wrong, you did that wrong. And then that turns into later on beating themselves up. So any child who ends up having problems in school is having this problem. Their creator field is building this handing out scripts to other children. And there are some variables at play here, but essentially this idea of a child who gets bullied is really having these problems of not feeling special. A lot of it traces back to that. So as parents, one of the first things that we should implement in our high conscious, high frequency parenting programs is figuring out what is my child's formula for time. And I understand. So you guys have a choice. Well, you have a lot of choices, but you have a choice. You can either go, okay, Alessandro said two and a half hours. I'm spending way more than that. Great. Let me do that. Now, let me, let me, let me food for thought you for a second. If that's even for a thing, <laughs> if that's even a thing, what if the requirements were an hour and 10 minutes, okay? And with an extra hour of your day, which we would kill for in this type of world, the amount of success, the amount of money, the, the amount of possibilities you can turn that into, even 10 minutes of time adds up where at the end of the week, that's over an extra hour of your life to, to build and to 
spiritually grow in all these other things, even if it was off by five minutes a day. That five minutes is going to matter to your child if you're undercutting it or if you're overshooting, that is their opportunities, your opportunities, and all of those things. So I would not overshoot this. I would exactly hit this on the mark, which means you will need somebody who can scan with scientifically precise intuition, who can check in with the higher self, who can ask source, who can check the creator field to make sure it's full and it, it a perfect place to ask on the the human child, so the human consciousness, are you getting enough and what details are missing? It is worth doing this because this is how we start to solve the world's problems. So one of the first fundamental principles that we teach at Guided Light Healing is it's fulfilling the time requirements and getting it right. How much of a difference will that make in ensuring that your child turns out well? It has an 83% dictation over how your child turns out. All the other things are kind of fine-tuning. And parents are always worried about like, well, how do I teach my children? And what do I teach them? And things like that. I would say almost 86% of parenting is just showing up, being there and being engaged. That's it for the amounts of time. You guys out there who are putting in so much extra time that isn't getting measured. Life is about doing things the right way and having an abundance of time. One of the things you guys will find is the more you your consciousness grows, the more you understand, the more utilization, the more juice you will extract from the fruit. It's like right now in life, we're, we're getting one drop from a whole lemon and we're throwing the lemon away where there's so much that we can get from from each moment that if we just do it right, you know, we we wish for an extra five, 10 hours a day. You guys will get that and then some. You will blow away other people who don't understand source efficiency. And the success you will be able to achieve will be inhuman. So Today's episode is sort of just a taste. This is 0.01% of all the information we cover in the book, but this is one of the, the biggest things that you can do because of the percentages I gave you that you can really ensure that your life and what your child goes on to do in the world and probably getting out of the house earlier because... Maybe we want that, even though I want to be best friends with my child. Yeah, but you still don't want them in the house at 36. You want them to come visit, but a parent needs their space, right? <laughs> anyway, geez, I, I swear to you guys, my daughter is amazing and turning out great. <laughs> don't worry. All right, so... With all that being said, I want you guys to consider this this week. For those of you who don't have children, I want you to think back and go, wow, if my parent had just invested in what I was invested in and spent an hour or so with me, how would my life be different? I want you guys to review and see how your lives would change because one of the really important parts about learning is, is the integration and plugging it in. It's really, it's so cool how close to neuroscience it is. Something that becomes a per permanent memory in the brain gets plugged into the visual cortex, the auditory cortex, and all the different parts of the brain. The more we plug it in, 
the more it becomes a part of our life. And it's the same thing with knowledge, which our education systems, another thing to talk about in a podcast. There's some gaping holes, Grand Canyon-sized holes with our education systems. Plugging this knowledge into your past, so where you didn't have it, and then had you inserted it into that situation and then going, wow, how would that have changed things? When we have those aha moments, these things are more, more guaranteed to make it into our actions. And if you want to make a major difference in your child's life, hack this time formula, hack their highest value formula and put a little bit of time into that. Get so much time to take yourself to a new level, to lead by example, to create an amazing life for you and your family, to work on your relationship, to show your children what an amazing relationship and having an amazing partner is. There were so many things. And, and another thing, just another little gem today, children do not learn by us teaching them. Another thing we got completely wrong, and especially higher frequency kids, which just about every kid who comes in is an older soul because they're the later generation. So they're an older soul, which meant they probably have more knowledge than the parents. They are higher frequency and everything else that they come in as we are doing our children a disservice. And if we can start to plug into this stuff into our life and start to go, wow, this is amazing start to daydream this week and go, what what could I do with an extra five hours, an extra 15 hours? How would I change my life if my kid only needed an hour and 25 minutes of time? Somebody's kid out there, thousands of kids out there need that time. But sorry, I can't specify right here. (laughs) Like, please. Whatever the time requirements are in knowing that you will open up so many extra hours and you will be happier and happier in your life means you're a better parent, means you're a better example. Children, they, they watch the higher frequency parent. And this is another thing that we'll talk about later on. But I wanted to figure out today, what soul shifting big thing could I give to you guys that would change the world? You know, what massive soul shift and what world change could we make with this program? Because that's how much I believe in our parenting programs in this parenting book that you guys will see sometime next year. Maybe there'll be some previews out there. Uh, For those of you guys who are interested, we'll figure that out. So anyway, I want you guys to sit with this this week, but this is how we change the world. Sure, there are a lot of things that we can do right now to make drastic shifts in the world, but human beings are horrible at looking at the long five-year, 10-year, 15 years down the road. But the truth is to make sure that we don't blow up this earth because every day there is a threat of that, we have to start with the ones who are going to be running the world in 20 years from now. And and if you're thinking like, well, what if my kid's seven or eight years old? Is it too late? It's not. They're, it, they're so forgiving with this stuff. So there is a lot to talk about here. I understand a lot of you will have questions. So again, I keep mentioning, reach out to guidedlighthealing.com. I think just about on every one of our hundreds of of pages, there are prompts to get an analysis and to sort of get direction and guided light healing. And we are also so giving, like I said, we have one of the 
craziest databases of free programs that, that like I said, I wanted to be compete against the world in what was available. We have all of these free programs. And if you want to know more about parenting and become the perfect parent so you can get more of your life back and increase your conscious growth and all of the, the amazing things that we should be experiencing as humans, energetic beings and physical bodies, reach out to us and, and we can definitely deliver with our free programs. And then we have really special programs for people who want it all yesterday. <laughs> and those, those are kind of modeled after myself. I don't, I want it. I don't want it right now. I want it yesterday. <laughs> That's, that was everything in my life until <laughs> I, I learned some tools. But anyway, yeah. So this is a game changing episode. This is an episode that you will change people's lives with. So here's the thing. We are all in this together. This is sources information and source needs all of our help in getting this out into the world. So if somebody asks you what's new in your life and we all want to share good things and what's changed and what cool things happened to you this week, maybe think about sharing this episode and how it's changed your life. And not that you think it will change their life, but just going, I don't know if it'll do anything for you, but I found it tremendous value in this. If you just do that, you'll, you'll be a part of Source's plan and we will get this out to the world. And like I always say to you guys, we will shift this world together. All right. So I've, I've played with your energies enough. Uh, I've gotten you guys. If you guys have not had the massive soul shift yet, it will come this week. Look for that. I promise you. There will be way more coming up on this. Like I said, for those of you guys eager who want more, reach out to us. Get a hold of us there. We will get you this information with whatever and however it will fit your lives. So with that being said, you guys have an amazing, amazing week and change lives with this. Change your own and change other people's lives. And and thank you guys as always. Our, our numbers, you guys out there, those of you who are, are showing up every week and listening and listening to each episode three times and taking notes and integrating this in your life. You guys are out there sending in the most amazing stories and you're constantly, I love hearing this, how just recommending this, people are thanking you for changing their lives. And that's what's happening. That is one of the cool things that when you get involved with sharing source information. So thank you guys for your open hearts. Thank you guys for your dedication and your commitment to spread this out to the world. It means the world to me, to us at Guided Light Healing. And I can speak on behalf of Source here and say it is it is the best thing that you could be doing for your relationship with Source. All right, you guys, have fun with this as always. See where you can integrate this and you guys have a beautiful week. So with that being said, you guys have a beautiful rest of your day, evening or night, whatever time it is for you. We'll be back in another week with another groundbreaking, life-changing episode. That is my promise to you. So thank you guys for showing up. My name is Alessandro. I'm the founder of Guided Light Healing. 
and this was Elevated Consciousness. Take care. <laughs>